I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome back, lovely listeners, to another episode of Castology, the podcast that reviews podcasts and then tells you which podcasts you need to listen to. We are your castologists. As always... I am Patrick Shearer. Across from me is... Liz Best. And to my right... Zancy Weber. You're not really as always Patrick Shearer, because we were just discussing how many different voices you can do in a different character podcast that you're about to do. Yeah, but that doesn't take place on this podcast. It's true, but it's not as always. You're He's as always here. Down the line. I'm consistently Patrick on this podcast. Yeah, it's a very You Patrick. were a trick for a while. No, yeah, trick, you, that was... Trick in the Zane train is making a comeback <laughs> oh. in the morning. Oh, my. <laughs> we could... Yeah, we'll do a special spin-off episode where we do that. Let's do it. But let's, let's get down to brass tacks. Mm. What do we usually do? We usually <laughs> recommend a podcast, there, there don't we? we? Yep. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's step, step number, number one. Dose is to review last week's recommendations. And then step three, we um, tell you... Um, we just do like a sort of sign offy kind of thing. Yeah. Social media. Tell yeah. Social media. TNC.com.au. Co.uk. Liz, why don't you give us a recommendation for this week? Guys, I'm so excited about this podcast that I'm recommending that I moved it up about 10 places. Say what? Liz has not been able to stop talking about this podcast I- for. Weeks. I've only listened to it like a week weeks. and a half ago, so that's not true. <laughs> weeks. <laughs> okay, weeks so and days. Um, the podcast is called Terms. It is a Wondery co-pro, but it is not a Wondery podcast. So they just put it out. So. Um, so I'm not obsessed with Wondery. Shut up. <laughs> so you definitely learned about this from a Wandry podcast, though, didn't you? Uh, no, I actually looked up the audio drama category oh, cool. in Apple Podcast and then scrolled as far down as I could to try and. But then it's jumped up quite a few places since then. So, so terms terms is a radio political thriller podcast. Each <sighs> episode's about ten to fifteen minutes long, which I friggin' loved. Um, it is written by uh, Robert McCollum and Michael Federico with Lindsey Graham as creator, just to give the people their dues. As in Senator Lindsey Graham? I don't think so. Okay. So basically what this is about... But it is a political thriller. Now it stop is. me if you've heard this before. Okay. It's about... Stop. That's all it's about. It's just about stop. No, it's about a country called the United States of America. Okay, I've definitely heard of that. Yep. Who elected a president mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who... With you so far. Who is that. used to saying things in the public that are a little bit shooting from the hip, a little bit sexist, maybe okay. a little bit racist. No, you've lost me. He's not a man. He's, Sounds he's like a, a loose unit. He's a man of the people, <laughs> oh. and that's why the people are electing him. He's come... From the back of it's, they're both Republican presidents, so mm-hmm. they tried not to do the bipartisanship. But 
I loved it because it is so close to what is happening in the States at the moment that it made me desperate for a do-over ending. (laughs) 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 So I was listening to it going, oh God, what's going to happen? Maybe if I listen, it will change history. So is that Um, what this is, a do-over? It's sort of, it's yeah, it's the way that it's been imagined. I can't imagine that they didn't deliberately know exactly what they were doing by making the president very Trump-esque. Um, and it's about what happens between the days that he is president-elect to mm. inauguration day. Mm. And it's a thriller. And honestly, because... And limited season? Limited season. They're talking about a season two at the moment. Um, so each episode's 10 or 15 minutes long. So it's that kind of thing where each episode ends on like a cliffhanger or point of intrigue. So that I just, I think the whole thing's only 70 minutes long okay. to yeah, listen right. to the whole thing. So I just kept listening. <laughs> I was listening on the way home from the last time we recorded and I was so close to the end that I just ran a bath, sat my phone <laughs> on the side of the sink and was sitting there like just washing myself listening to this podcast. So I got a bit addicted because I, I wanted to know. I, want, I was hoping it was going to be like a like an Inglorious Bastards like wish mm. fulfillment, you know. Anyway, political thriller, terms, I liked the acting. Go listen to it. Start from the start. Tell me what you thought. It's interesting to think that you excitedly listen to this radio drama in your bath just like people probably 70 years ago excitedly listened to radio dramas that came on the talkies. It's true. They probably weren't nude in the bath. Well, well maybe they were in yeah, the bath. Yeah, maybe Some that was like a thing. Yeah. Well, look, sometimes I just bring my laptop in and watch TV in yeah. the bath. But this time I was like engrossed. I had like 15 minutes to go and I was like, nope. And I was like, you know, washing my hair. And all of a sudden when the thing in the last episode happened, I just stopped and was like, I wonder if like little little sort of social or family, familial gatherings around around the radio, that sort of thing might see a resurgence rather than people just crowding around a TV to watch a show. Maybe they'll tune in. Do you think that podcasts can be group listening activities? Have you ever done that? Every time someone gets into my car. We've done it not in in the the same space, but at the same time. But every time someone gets into my car, I'll turn the podcast off because I assume they don't want to listen to it. They want to talk. I think that's what TV has over radio is that you have something for your eyes to do and you can talk and Mm. not listen to it at the same time. Whereas if you're listening, you can't talk either. It's very hard to communicate with just your eyes. Though I... Mm. I, I found a new hill to die on recently. Oh, yes. Yep. I don't know why sign language isn't taught in schools. Mm. Yeah, it is such a useful skill for literally everyone. I think yeah. that and the phonetic alphabet should be taught. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. It's, it's a weird I oversight. wish I knew sign language because, like, you're at a music festival, you can't hear someone yeah. use mm. sign language. It's not just, just the SWAT, for the SWAT we're hand in, signals. We're in theatre. Like, Communicate backstage. Yeah, mm. it'd be perfect. Anyway. Anyway. Die that's on that my, hill. I will new. die on that hill anyway, with you. Yeah. So terms. Terms. Political thriller. That, sorry, that just reminds me of, I've listened to at least three podcasts where they've talked about this guy who tried to invent the new universal language. Is that Esperanto? Maybe. No, I can't remember the specifics of it, but maybe it was something that one of you guys has suggested but then also in an earlier podcast that I listened to and it got sort of weird and culty, but what this guy was working on was like a really useful language and then they started teaching it to deaf kids and it was it started, I, I can't remember, and then he wanted copyright or something like that. I don't know. I'll have to... You can't copyright if you want it to be a universal language. That's I, don't, just, I can't no. remember what it was. Or, or he, he got upset and what... It, 
it was sort of ch- it was something about symbols. It was like using symbols to communicate, sort of not dissimilar. I imagine to it, hieroglyphics. To arrival. It is ringing a very <laughs> the small movie Arrival. Bell. Yeah, it was like on a radio lab <laughs> type podcast. You know, mm. like the one that you've recommended um, that we that we're going to be reviewing um, in a moment. Just juicy little tidbit kind of history kind of things. Right. I, I'll I f- have yeah. to. We'll have to. Let's do a little addendum or something. I feel like we've gotten rather tangential, Patrick. Definitely. Yes. Patrick's hosting. It always it's happens. True. It's true. Okay, so what Zane, are we doing next? Why don't you tell us about your recommendation? Okay. I am also doing a political podcast. Ooh. This isn't a an audio drama, though. This is a kind of current affairs state of things as they are called Left, Right and Centre from KCRW. Um so the conceit of the show is that the host is the centrist mm-hmm. and then he gets someone from the left and someone from the right to discuss a particular issue. Um, sometimes the, you, sometimes there's more than one segment and so he gets more than one guest. Do they ever have like massive beef with each other and start yelling? They're usually pretty polite when they, even like when they disagree. Beef? Yes. Uh, <laughs> though I will say. It's not crossfire. It's not crossfire. This, and it's not a debate podcast either. It's usually they spoke when addressed to and then mm. they don't speak when someone else is Shit talking. <laughs> uh, but I will say it is, it's not the extreme left and it's not the extreme right. These are people that are involved in politics every day, either journalists who, who are like following... Uh, and it is American, of course. Uh, so it is journalists that are following, or it is people like um, advisors or consultants in the actual political process, talking about what's going on. And uh, like a lot of it now is Trump. But it, before Trump, it was a lot of like what's going on in Congress, what's going on in the Senate, what mm. is happening with international relations, whatever is big. That in that time, they get the experts in to kind of give both sides of the argument, moderated by someone who. Uh, purportedly is in the center. Mm. Yeah. Love the premise. Yeah. And and it is it is terrestrial radio as well, so it is broadcast on the radio and then submitted as a podcast as well. KCRW and this particular host do a lot of other podcasts as well. Um it's all all the all the president's lawyers, they're mm. specifically about uh, Donald Trump and the legal troubles and and all those sorts of things. Um but left right and center, I've been listening to this one again for Literally years? Almost a decade now. It's been a Holy. long time. Yeah. This was one of the first ones that I – first political podcast that I started listening to regularly. Cool. Well, there you have it. I feel like I missed out on something important about terms. Go ahead. Because I was just – when you were talking about Donald Trump, the whole premise of it is that it's it's the people from his own party are trying to stop him from becoming the president. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I said that part of it. I said it yeah. was said just the time between. Yeah. They're both Republicans. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's that the – outgoing president knows that he cannot have this president come in even though it's from his own party and it's all the backroom deals to try and stop him from becoming elected anyway continue i'm sorry that's good that's a that's a important important part of the podcast you'd say it's the entire premise of it that i got Mm. so excited about (laughs) that i forgot to mention yeah okay and so that's that's pretty much left right and center it's uh i i recommend like you jump right in at the most recent one yeah. uh, because with the... So you can get a hot take. With the turnover of issues, like you can listen to something from two weeks ago and it is totally irrelevant Old now. news. That makes yeah. me so sad. Mm. 24-hour news cycle sucks. Uh, and usually they do try to go a little deep and 
give a bit of history, but again, like it, things are happening so quickly that it's usually something that happened that day that they're talking about. How long are the eps? Uh, between 25, 35, not too long. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the segments are between... That's a nice little hot take, quick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they the first segment is usually, if there is more than one, usually 15, 20 is a bit larger than the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like little bits just like tweet of the day or tweet tweet of the week so that someone has tweeted something witty and they want to bring it in or gives their view on something quite adroitly or mm. like they get the guest to get up on their soapbox and like this issue isn't being dealt with, deal with it, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Yeah. it's I think it's a nice bite size of the good part of politics. Right. Kind of where people trying to solve problems yeah. rather than talking heads Debating at about each other. Yelling at yeah, each other. I yeah. like that. More of that. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. And to yours too, Liz. Thanks. And to you also as well, unto mine. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Norm MacDonald's, well, Norm MacDonald Live, it's called. It's not live anymore. I don't think they're actually recording episodes like this in this capacity anymore. Uh-huh. This was a YouTube show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I presumed uh, consumed most of it but they also had the podcast version but now that norm has his own netflix show called norm mcdonald has a show i'm pretty sure netflix tried to get rid of all that footage of youtube content oh nasty but i did manage and you helped too liz i did manage yeah well yes (laughs) (laughs) to find where we can listen to this audio podcast do you know how i found that by Googling it? I literally clicked on the first thing <laughs> yeah, after that's, you Googled Norm MacDonald <laughs> Live. Yeah, that's, what I, that's how I found it too. But I just, you told us to look on Spotify Well, I just saw it that was it was on there. Spotify and I figured rather than send you to that website, what was that called? Podtail. Podtail, yeah. I was like, if it's on Spotify, that's probably better just because I saw that the mm. link was up. But no, Podtail is, is so, a more reliable um, place to consume it. What it is this is, about? This is uh, Norm MacDonald, who is one of the world's most famous and loved comedians, mm-hmm. former host of Weekend Update famous on SNL. and loved. Yeah. That's rare. Canadi- former Canadian, probably still Canadian, actually. But uh, yeah, always, um, what's the word? Never really bowing to the... I don't know what you'd call it, the sort of things that you might have to bow to in order to be a celebrity. Like, he, he never... Shoots re- from the hip. He never really gave rules. a shit. Like, Loose even when unit. he got fired right. but from SNL, like... He got fired? He got fired from SNL because he wouldn't stop making jokes about OJ Simpson. And <laughs> That's not a reason to fire someone. We well, all do well that. the network uh, head was good friends with OJ Simpson oh, at the time. Yeah, that's probably a career limiter. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't really give a shit and just sort of kept going and then they invited him back and then he made fun of them for inviting him back. He's like, oh, so either I've gotten funnier or the show is shit. And that's why you've invited me back. So and Norm Macdonald, he's Drew Carey show, right? Uh, he might have been on the Drew I Carey show. I think he was. Yeah, he was like one of the one of the friends. Yeah, with yeah. I think he was Ryan on Roseanne Stone. for a bit. As yeah, well. he was on Roseanne. Yeah. He used to write for Roseanne as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, he's sort of been in the comedy world for a long time and is immensely respected. I feel by like comedians. if you Google him, you will recognize his face. See, the thing is, in Australia, we didn't get much of him. I only knew him as oh, that's that guy from Billy Madison. I love Billy Madison. Yeah, he's Billy's drunk friend in the pool. He's like, oh, hey, hey, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this podcast? This is um, a podcast that he does with 
well, did with his offside Adam Eagert, who works at the comedy store, the world famous comedy store mm-hmm. in LA, who's the booking agent. Um, and then each week they'll just get a famous comedian or actor or whoever on um, and then just tell jokes and talk shit. Um, I love it. It's just, it's just so off the cuff. Like, it would watch this show on YouTube and be like, there's nothing like this anywhere else because they just there's no rules there that's the beauty of doing like a, a youtube show and i've watched the netflix show since then and it, it's it's quite good but it's, it's just that little bit more produced and it's you that little bit more that tame he's got his and overlords telling him just, what he is it's and not isn't allowed it's to not say. the pure you know ridiculous comedic Unfiltered. experience that norm mcdonald live was so i recommend you just find a, a guest that you like um i think i put in a couple of recommendations um you i think sure there's did. about 25 episodes yeah, up yeah. on podtail and it's just podtail.com t-a-i-l I you've recommended andy dick now i want to know why you've recommended andy dick. because that's i'm not that i'm a huge andy dick fan it's just that episode the okay. the, the chemistry is really, really are you good. aware of andy dick i'm aware and they talk about it on the thing okay I mean, what Talk are you aware, what? Of, aware of? What I are mean, you aware just that I'm not aware of? The string of sexual harassment, slash, rape, slash, drugs, things that have gone on. Well, not so much that, but uh, he's talked about how he's exposed himself and all that. Kind there have of been, stuff. yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> I've done a little bit of research. Yes. <laughs> Should we save this for the review part? Well, I'm just going to say, like, I this this the episodes, the Andy Dick episode was released in 2000. And Thirteen, right? right. So and when this, did this, this stuff, stuff come? Since B- both before, big stuff afterwards, right? Okay. I'm not aware of the big stuff afterwards. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Well, listen I'd to the Jim Carrey one then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay. I, I'll, I'll listen. I do to like a few. the Stephen Merchant one three. as well. I recommended that. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so let's move on to the the re- the reviews. The That's, reviews. Yes. The reviews. Then, Liz, what did you bring for us? I think it was the Good Place podcast. It was indeed. <laughs> so the Good ding, Place ding, podcast ding. is just basically um, a behind-the-scenes podcast of the TV show NBC's The Good Place, which will be airing its final season, well, probably already now, as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mark Evan Jackson hosts. They get stars, writers, Kristen Bell, who I love, Ted Danson, who I love. Um, what do we think? Um, this... Considering before, it got you watching I, the TV show. Before I listened to this, I was like dreading it because it reminded <laughs> me of those, you know, that throne, Game of Thrones show where it's about Game of Thrones and it's oh, all Oh, no, actors. it's not like that, Or like though. The Walking Dead one. I'm like, this is the death of Western it's civilization. It's not a recap, <laughs> TV shows about TV it's shows. It's not a recap. That's what they I was anticipating. The sort the of like, I was like, this is going to be a cancer. But it wasn't. It was really. It was really great. And I they really. En- I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed. I listened to three episodes. I listened to one that had Paul Shear on. Yeah. I listened to one that had Ten Dancing on with the creator. Um, sure. What's his name? Yeah. Michael What's his Schur? name? Okay. Same guy who did Parks and Rec. Yeah, Michael Shear. And then the other one I did was just had Lin Manuel Miranda on just. <laughs> Because I was just like, well, let's just listen to these three, because <laughs> they were sort of up towards the top, and mm. yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. it. wasn't It wasn't the sort of 
It was it was a little kiss arsy though, where everyone was talking about how great they were and how good the whole thing was. Which I mean, I get you. You know, you're you're doing a show together and you really appreciate it and you're very. They're, and if you've listened it. to the newer episodes, they're getting close to the end of everything, mm. so they'll probably be a little bit yeah, like they're a bit like, everyone. oh my god, you're amazing, and this was amazing, and this has been so amazing. But it is pretty good. So I like the little person to start burning bridges. I like the little <laughs> segment at the end where Mark Evan Jackson always goes, "What's good." And yeah, they just have to yeah, talk yeah. about something that's good. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I like Mark, Mark Evan, Evan Jackson. Jackson so much. I like Ted Danson a lot. I just want a little Mark Evan Jackson to keep on my keep on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> you know, Ted Danson wise, there's this super cut of Ted Danson touching people's shoulders. No, touching <laughs> people's shoulders before he leaves the scene. So he'll just like blah 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 blah. And then leave, like touch the shoulders, leave. Mm. Touch the sh- he just does it almost every scene. It's <laughs> yeah, adorable. he's so good in that show. And then he's they so brought good. up this one, especially part. in the final episode of season one, the face flip change. Yes. <laughs> it's the great <laughs> and the episode where he talks about that. They got him to do it fifty different ways, and and he would still wasn't happy. They're like, no, we've got it, we've got it. Seriously, Ted, we've got it. He's like, can I just try one more thing? Mm. And it was how he did it. <laughs> Yeah, I like shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Michael Schur was talking about one instance. It was the it was the it was the scene where Kristen Bell's character was telling uh, Ted Danson's character that she that he's got to, you know, pull himself up by his bootstraps and he's got to buck up and this is what he was made to do and all that kind of stuff. And he's just there going, yeah, like give me more, give me more, like signaling her to give him more and just like how he thought as the creator of the thing that was just such an excellent choice and just pure improv. And you can see with his characterization how much of it is just him bringing this to his own mm. character. All the little gestures and stuff like yeah. that just work so well. Anyway, that's enough Ted Dance and Ask Kiss. It's more about the podcast, but the podcast was good. I too so. enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, well, no, sorry, like Pat said, podcasts about a TV show is immediate red flag for me. I'm like, oh, okay. Particularly because I like The Good Place. I'm really interested in The Good Place, but I'm not an uber fan of The Good Place. It's very mm. interesting. The project and the text itself is very interesting to see how it's progressing and how they're dealing with it. I love Mark Evan Jackson. I love Kristen Bell. I love Ted Danson. Like all these things are great about it. And The Good Place, the the podcast is a reflection of all of that. Like it has all these ingredients that I really like and it's not hard to listen to at all. I just didn't latch onto it like I didn't latch onto the show. But mm. it's very pleasant. Like there's no mm. reason not to listen to it. I kind of wish more people in shows that are like cultishly popular like this would do podcasts like this that aren't just recap and hey, oh, what did we think of that? What did mm-hmm. we think of that? Where you actually talk about how they spent hours researching the philosophy behind it and, you know, sorry, I just burped into the microphone. <laughs> that was delightful. It's very appropriate. It's kind of something that uh, Eleanor Shellstrop would do. Um, and I, I just really like, you know, it's not always about the episode. Sometimes they're just talking to the actor and their process and who they are as a person, what they ate that day. I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, and and I think that that is where its charm is mm. in that it's not it's not just airtime fill about another show. Mark Evan Jackson mm, knows yeah. what makes good podcasts and I have a feeling that a lot of the podcast is good because he knows where to steer it. Mm. Yeah, so it's a recommend from me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna subscribe to it. If you it. don't love the show, there's no point. Oh well, yeah. If, well, I don't. I having only watched through the show once, mm-hmm. and not having recently rewatched before I jump back into it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Okay, good. Yeah, because it, like you said, it's not. It's not even maybe fifty percent about the show. 
it's using the show as a jumping off point for the people that are in it. when they talk about the philosophy. Yeah, well, like the people I and the ideas in that it. that I'm a moral particularist mm. from watching mm. the show and listening to this podcast. Mm. This one. Well, our podcast, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, it's a high recommend from me. I'm not oh, going to subscribe, but I really like it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll be subscribing, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. I'll probably listen to a couple more. I do love Pick hearing actors. about actors' processes and all that kind Ted of stuff. Ted Danson's yeah. on a few episodes, so mm. jump in and listen to a couple. Yeah. Cool, cool, And it's, cool. it's always good to know that you can always go back to this for some Mark Evan Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Mark Evan Jackson, do more things. Mm. Everyone else in the world, cast Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> Please. Please. And cast me. Do you hear that, Tarantino? Jackson. Yeah. And bring back Paul F. Tompkins and, and look, let's just pretty much remount Thrilling Adventure Hour. Thank okay. you and goodbye. Good. All right. Zane. Would you like to give us a little recap of what you recommended we listen to? Do you remember what I recommended? Uh, I don't remember the name. I remember the concept. The Futility Closet. That's the one. So the Greg and Sandra Ross giving you little bite-sized interesting nuggets of history and science and unknown things uh, spawned from the blog of the same name that still exists. There are a few books. But yeah, so it's a husband-wife podcast team uh, with lateral thinking puzzles as the dessert at the end of each episode. I really like the episode that you recommended for me <laughs> because it was about a Trixie murder. Trixie. A Trixie murder. It was about a murder that took place and someone who couldn't possibly have done it, who did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all Take about that kind of... laws of physics. <laughs> it was all about... Fi- well, because the whole, the whole big deal is they couldn't figure out, like he'd gotten away with it and they couldn't figure out how he did it when he had no blood spatter on his clothes because he did it in the nude. <laughs> wow, he's like Dexter. He did it in the nude. Um, I really liked it. I thought, I, like, I this is the type of thing that I like. It kind of um, reminded me of, like, a not as intellectual QI mm. in that it's just, like, random stories of interesting things. And with the puzzle at the end, I, from the start, thought that I had it. It turned out the answer was way more simple than I thought it was, but I still maintain that my answer to the puzzle would also work. You, you will find every couple of weeks where they do like a mail episode, they'll be like, so s- someone wrote in with the fact that this answer could also be true and that's absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> well, like I'm, I, 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 th- I thought it over a few times and I was like, no, 100%, mine could also work. Yeah, yeah, I think and I know I'm the one very you're talking about. Clever. I think I it as well. Wow. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one quite immensely as well. This was the, um, what was the name of the episode? The Astor Place, Place Riot. Yeah, the second bloodiest riot in the history of New York City, which was sparked by a feud between two actors. It's true. <laughs> Shakespearean actors. One was being sort of, one was sort of representative of America, one was sort of representative of the UK, and because of it was because of the times and you know the rebellion and all that kind of stuff, you had this kind of, uh, what was it? It, it? They started out as friends and then one of them talk, thought the other one was talking shit about them. And yeah, then so they started competing. Started competing Just communicate, then, boys. Yeah. And all rating against each other. Back Should when, have communicated and then 30 people wouldn't have died in a... In <laughs> the second bloodiest. In a riot that was sort of... Wow. Had to be quelled by the yeah. military. And have the um, conversation. Words, people. Use your words. Use your, well, they were using their words. <laughs> use your words to each other and not about each other. <laughs> yeah, so they're credited with... Um, with driving theatre only to the upper classes and removing it from the... Yeah, as it should be. Bastards. Mm. In the mm-hmm. aristocracy where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, this is... Surprisingly, it's <clears throat> more 
a little bit more produced than the like saying no such thing as a fish, the mm. QI elves, um, mm. but still very chatty and personable. Yeah, yeah. you know I, I like, like my chatty. Husband wife team, they're going to have a good dynamic. Yeah, probably. I mean, these Unless days, they have ideally, <laughs> who knows? These mm. days, fifty percent, don't they say? <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed the puzzle at the end. Did you get it? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, technically, I didn't either. So. No. I didn't really, I, I didn't really, I, I got, I started, I think I was, I started making a sandwich as I got to the puzzle though, so I was sort of half focused on it, and so the, before I knew it, it was already solved. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you listened to it at 1.8 times the speed, that so they just well. solved it really friggin' that, quickly. That well. I'm interested if either of you subscribe to this. Um, I have. I will not be listening to every single episode. I'll mm. have a look at what topics, but I did hit the subscribe button, yes. The interesting thing about these is the topics are usually things that, well, at least they're things that I don't know about personally, so I don't know whether it's going to be one that I particularly enjoy. I just not. I just kind of look for anything that makes me interested. Like I don't need to know about it, but if it says murder, I'm probably <laughs> going to listen. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Seance that we did no. the other night? Murderer. It's, it's an accusatory murderer. <laughs> no shit. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what I'm it is. I'm not sure what pop culture reference you're making. Uh, no. Uh, Write in shit. and tell us, people. All right. Patrick. Where are we going now? Are we going to the infinite monkey cage? Mm-hmm. Are we? Yes. The uh, staged in front of a live audience science slash comedic show hosted by Robin Ince. Now, I just want to get it out there. What? I used to listen to this all the time. Yeah, I figured you question. And then I stopped listening to it. <laughs> and, you know, he's and just Brian kind of Cox, I was going to say. Yes. Who's the main draw card for it's me. It's true. Yeah. He's um, got such a lovely voice. I mean, a lot of the BBC presenters do. They're picked specifically for that. It's not the voice it's not the voices that got on me. It's just honestly, sometimes it's a little patronizing because when British people talk down to you, it really feels like they're talking down to you. But is that you. just like resting bitch voice? Yes. Because like, they it always sound is. like they're talking down to you whether they are or not. Yeah, it absolutely But when is. they actually put the intent behind it, it's like, wow. Yeah. Mm. Whoa. So I, I listened to a few episodes and yeah, it's really enjoyable. I've, I've resubscribed to it. Um, again, s- some comedians are better than others. Some scientists yeah, are better than others. But you know, I it's, was it's a little disappointed when I heard. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name, but he was in the thick of it, and he was super funny in that. But then him as a comedian in real life, I was like, oh, stick to <laughs> acting. <laughs> Awkward. I mean, this is it is very similar to like QI, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in presentation. So it's it's very enjoyable. Um, I mean, it, I don't think this is something that I look forward to every week, but you know, it's 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 fun enough to listen to. Mm. My episode that I listened to was fascinating. I listened to two. The first one I noped out of because it made me angry because it was about the future of humanity and I talked a lot about climate change and I just started getting really anxious because the Amazon's on fire and we're all going to die. Then I picked one that had a beatboxer on and they were talking about the human voice and the capabilities of the human voice and where you can place different certain things to get certain sounds. Um, And as an actor... Like, it was fascinating to kind of listen. Can you flatten your tongue? What, like flatten it completely out? No, like, like you know how your tongue is usually quite bunched in your mouth. Yeah. Flat, yeah. Yeah. This is what I was learning last night at a US accent uh, voice uh, workshop. Well, they were talking about things like, I think they said the people from 
I'm not going to say what country is because I'm going to get it wrong, but some Mongolian people, no, some people actually say words on an inhale because he was talking about <laughs> circular breathing and like saying, mm. no, no. And so I'm sitting in the car going, no, yeah. no I no, can't I've make it sound like I can't. Um, but Can yeah. I tell you something weird? <clears throat> yes. When I, I do this thing and probably lots of people do it. Some people think I'm autistic because of it. I run conversations over in my head oh, in too. preparation. Does. Yeah. yeah, I assume so. <laughs> um, but when I do it, I match my breathing as if I'm saying the words. Except I've never noticed if I do that. I also do it when I breathe in. Mm. So it's only when I'm transitioning that I'm not speaking. Huh. Right. Yeah. I used have, to be able do to you ever sometimes breathe. mouth the words and then your face, your demeanor, your countenance might change depending on what kind of uh, point in the conversation you're at? My poker face is my superpower. Yeah. Patrick, it doesn't See, happen. Sometimes <laughs> I'm having a, I'm having a com- I'm playing out one of those conversations in my head, and my face changes, and I might be looking at someone, and they might think <laughs> I have the same I'm thing. Directing some sort my, of ire towards them. my coworker. She I'll frequently be going over a conversation I've just had, or getting really angry or concerned about it, and she'd be like, "What happened?" And I'm mm. like, "Oh, nothing. Yeah, I just." My face is making my thoughts just loud. Having, I'm just having just having a facial moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but as I think you should listen to it, they're talking all about the mechanics of of the the lungs and how the entire vocal system and and how different we are from animals in terms of. Oh, it was just fascinating. Um, I just couldn't deal with the climate change episode, so I think mm. this is going to be another one that I um, dip into when there's a topic that I am really interested in. Um, because I like I really liked the chat. I really liked that they were actually delving into the information and the guts of it in a way that I actually cared about listening to rather mm. than tuning mm. out to. Plus mm-hmm. having a beatboxer do his thing and then have them go, that was just Ooh, one person, makes you go, wow. 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 Joel Turner and the modern day poets. Yeah, no. Don't remember them? I remember Joel Turner, but I didn't know that there was a... Joel Turner was... A, what was he on? Australia's he, he Got like Talent Australian or something? He was like an Idol beatboxer or something. Was he on Idol or Talent? I, I think it was Got Talent. I don't watch these shows. Anyway. I'm too busy listening to podcasts. He had his five minutes of fame and then disappeared. So that's uh, that's three all positive reviews. Yeah, this good week. week. Yeah, good week. Good week. Solid. Solid as a rock. Are you going to wrap this up? or? Yeah, I'll totally wrap it up. You can find us in a number of places, can't you guys? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's a number. Yep. That's not canon.com. Forward slash. Forward slash cuffstology. <laughs> cuffstology? Cuffstology. Well, why don't you just go to the main website and look at all the other podcasts there? We're at the top, though. Because We're close to the top. Because they might want to submit a podcast and go straight to it and not have to clickety-click all over the place. Oh. So that's what else you can do. You can submit podcasts that you want yeah. us to listen to. And it's to. always a good idea to leave a review in the form of a podcast that you'd like to submit. Yeah. Because then you're killing two birds with one stone. Do it. Rate us five stars. Just literally write the name of a podcast that you'd like rate us to Rate us whatever review. you think we're worth, nope, I say. Nope, five stars. <laughs> I think we're worth five stars. We're totally worth five stars. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. There are thousands upon thousands of you that subscribe to us. Thousands. Thousands upon there thousands. Are dozens of us. Please. Dozens. Rate, review, and subscribe. If even one and in five did it, we would have a whole words. shit ton of reviews. So, pretty that please. That is very true. Uh, also, if you just like podcasts, mm-hmm. you can submit it. It doesn't have to be your podcast. Yeah, fan submission. Yeah. If you go, hey, I heard this podcast that I think is amazing. Yeah, especially like a, a, a sapling. 
you know, if you've got a really good And you've sapling. jumped on it before it's cool. Yeah, yeah. well, th- th- this is how we get it cool. Unless you want it to maintain its hipster status so you can be a hipster. Otherwise, no. tell people about it. Tell we us about cool it so makers. we can tell a lot of people. Yes. We are the tastemakers. Because there are important podcasts that need to be shared. Yes. Congressional dish. In sickness and in the health. health. <laughs> 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 All right. I think that'll do us. I've been Patrick Shearer. I am still Liz Best. And I will continue to be Zancy Weber. Ooh. Bye. Hi, I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies. And now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicular, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinger. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off with the Fairies, where we interview a new mythological logical creature every week living in a modern day world. Come join us. Oh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.